What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. It is Thursday, August 10th. It is FPL Eve. My name is Yuan, and on today's episode, we will be talking about exactly that Fantasy Premier League. Game week one is finally here, so we're going to get into it by looking at some uh, team selected by percentage, taking a look at players we like, players we don't like, and then going through my current draft with less than 24 hours to go. This time tomorrow, Man City will be walking onto the field to take on Burnley, so I'm not going to waste your time, I'm not going to waste my time. We are going to get right into this here, going through the top 10 goalkeepers and forwards and the top 15 defenders and midfielders right now as teams selected by rate. First things first, though, like and subscribe to the channel below. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter right there at you in or you out. That's where I've been posting all of my written fantasy Premier League content this week on rotaballer.com. Uh, we did some rankings, we did a roundtable, we've done all the team previews and position previews during preseason. So please go check that out, give it a click, give it a read, let me know what you don't like, what you do like, and then yeah, come back here and watch this video again, just in case you need any extra uh, content for your FPL needs. But we're going to get into the goalkeepers right here, 6 through 10. This is sorted by how on how many teams each goalkeeper is so six we've got pope seven is allison eight is martinez nine is leno and ten is david rea i'm expecting that that rea percentage will go down obviously now that he has signed for arsenal a lot of people probably haven't logged back into the game tomorrow will be the deadline that is when people will get back into selecting their fpl teams for good uh, all of the data for the predicted points here is provided by FPL Review, so shout out to them. I just want to highlight Allison here as he is actually the goalkeeper with the most predicted points over the first five game weeks, despite Liverpool's tough fixtures, especially with Chelsea starting off. Um, but it is just good to see that Liverpool's predicted points are still right up there despite that game one fixture. So maybe people shouldn't be overlooking Allison and the defense too much if they want to go by the predicted points metric. Moving on to the top five goalkeepers here. Jordan Pickford, very popular, 14.1% of teams. Ariola is still up there at 29.8% as he was the popular 4 million backup goalkeeper for now. People thought he would start. But Matt Turner has signed with Nottingham Forest. As of today, he's officially a Nottingham Forest player in the game, so you can go switch him over. I just checked before recording. He's 6% owned right now. I expect that to almost flip-flop with Areola before tomorrow night's lock. Onana there, the most popular playing goalkeeper. 5 million, 26% of teams. Predicted to score a little bit more points than Onana, or than Ramsdale and uh, but a little less than Ederson, but for 0.5 savings, I would definitely go Onana over Ederson if you can afford that. Also, rumors that Stefan Ortega may start tomorrow night's game for Man City, so you never know there either. But Jordan Pickford there, highlighting some players that are currently in my draft. I will show the whole draft at the end. 
not locked in yet, but it is getting closer by the hour. But yeah, definitely interested in the Pickford and Matt Turner rotation possibilities. Moving over to defenders here, Ben Chilwell, he is in my team. He's been in my team for a long time. 19.4 predicted points over the first five game weeks, according to FPL Review. 5.5 million. He's in 12% of teams. I'm not entirely sure why that hasn't shot up, but here we are. And I'll happily take the differential. I think people are scared off by that game week one fixture with Liverpool. But if you've watched Liverpool in the preseason, you know that they are like Swiss cheese, a ton of holes in the back. And I expect Chelsea to score one or two goals on Sunday. But I also expect Liverpool to score a couple of goals as well. Uh, popular 4.0 mid uh, defenders there in Bell and Baldock. Um, those guys are great bench fodder. That one of those guys is already on my bench, so I am uh, I've got 0.5 in the bank in my current draft, but uh, would happily upgrade that to like a botman if needed, or if I think that's the right way to go for game week one and moving forward. And Virgil van Dyke there is the 15th defender uh, in less than 10% teams, he's less than Robertson, he's two million less than Trent, could be a way into the Liverpool defense if that's what you want to do for game week one. Defender 6 through 10 here. So just like Allison was the top scoring goalkeeper predicted by FPL Review, Trent is actually the top scoring defender for predicted points over the first five game weeks as well. 21% of teams, he has fallen down in popularity as the preseason has moved along. Liverpool haven't looked that great. Dominic Sobislai has taken over some corner duties from Trent. So that kind of dampens his set piece taking ability as well and his appeal in the game overall uh liverpool still have some good fixtures over the first five game weeks nothing to really worry about but for eight million trent may not be worth that price until we can see really how things are going in the game reese james is there more popular than ben chilwell which is surprising but um Maybe more of a name value guy there for game week one. Sven Botman's there as well. 20.9%, 4.5 million for the second best defense in the league last year. Seems like a pretty good deal. Next up here, we've got the top five. We've got Purvis Stupinan. He is also in my team. 5 million. He's in over 52% of squads right now. Predicted to score 17.1 points over the first five game weeks. Brighton's first three games are spectacular, and then it could be time to transfer a stupid end out. Not a huge planned transfers guy, but it may make sense to go from a stupid end to Man City's new center back, Guardiol. He's also 5 million. That way you can find a route into the Man City defense if he seems to have nailed down a spot at center back for the current Premier League champions. Kieran Trippier is there and over a third of squads. Should be a lot of people just looking at what he did last year, just plug him into their team. I'm not so sure, especially with Newcastle's first six fixtures. That's going to be pretty tough. Gabriel also in my team, 5 million. So my starting back line right now is a Stupinan, Gabriel, and Ben Chilwell. Feel very good about that. Um, very steady with those opening fixtures for both of those are all three of those defenders. Luke Shaw at 5.5 million is just a little bit too expensive for the squad right now. He was in my initial draft all the way back in July. 
But now with Onana there at five million, I do think that Shaw might be a little too expensive. Moving on to the midfielders here, and doing this exercise did bring about a change in my current draft. I did have Matoma in here, but then I saw with the the predicted points that Mbuemo is expected to score more points, and he's on penalties, and there's not going to be as many rotation concerns for him. I know Matoma isn't really supposed to be all about uh, under under minutes threat from all the new signs in Brighton, but you just never know with the Zerbi. It could be something coming up here. James Madison up there at number 11 was in my draft until today when it sounds like Harry Kane is going to be leaving for Bayern Munich. Um, Charlson should be playing up front now, so I decided to switch from Madison to Charlson, and that's where I have my .5 in the bank now. Phil Foden didn't start the Community Shield. Very tough to kind of trust him right now. Very tempting if we get early team news tomorrow night that he is going to start. Going to be very hard to resist going with Foden right off the bat and maybe move from Richarlson up to the Man City midfielder. Almiron there, just kind of a what he did last year kind of guy. And Elliot Anderson for Newcastle as well. 4.5 million, kind of been popular in the preseason, but as you can see, FPL review don't expect him to play a lot of minutes or score a lot of points in the first five game weeks. So 4.5 bench fodder if you need it. Maybe if you're in a 3-4-3 formation, that's what you're going with there. Midfielder 6-10 here, Martin Odegaard. Going to be a minutes monster this year. Very popular in the game as well. 22.6% of teams have him right now. I'm not there, 8.5 million. I'm just going to go with his teammate, Bukayo Saka. He's on penalties. He seems to be more of a goal threat. I know there's tons of stats out there talking about how he really wasn't that much of a goal threat in the second half of last season. But with penalties, and every time I watch Saka play, he looks far more attacking than Odegaard. Uh, Odegaard's teammate, Martinelli, is also on this list. The minutes are a big concern with Martinelli coming up now. No Gabriel Jesus. Is Eddie and Keria going to play? Maybe dampen Parnelli's attacking outputs. We'll have to wait and see. And with game week one, I'm, I'm taking a couple of risks in my game week one team. So I'm trying to manage that in other parts of the squad. KDB is on there at 25.1. Not sure how many minutes he's going to get. Uh, Man City do have the Super Cup between game week one and game week two. So it could be something that a lot of players are going to get rotated in and out of that Man City squad. Alexis McAllister here, 13.1% of squads. He had a great year last year. Don't expect him to be as good of an FPL asset for Liverpool this coming season. And as a there for Crystal Palace in the same mold as Brian and Buemo, as you can see, only scored 19 points over the first five game weeks compared to the previous slide where we saw in Buemo, 22.5. They're both supposed to be on penalties, but I just feel like Brentford are a more known quantity. Uh, even without Ivan Torre, I still expect Mbwemo to be one of the main attackers for the Brentford Bees. Midfielders, one through five here, Mo Salah. The main reason I don't have Martin Odegaard or Gabriel Martinelli or Bruno Fernandez in my squad is because I do have Mohamed Salah. 
expected to score 29 points over the first five game weeks. He's got that game week two against Bournemouth. He's going to be my captain. I'm going in with this. I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm going to be biased, but I'm going with Salah. I feel like it's worth the risk. If it doesn't work out, there's still going to be 36 game weeks to catch up to the rest of the field. This feels like a risk worth taking. Salah was fantastic in the second half of last year. He's been on fire in the preseason. Two goals and seven assists. Uh, This Liverpool team seems like they are going to just outscore their opponent, not really get any clean sheets. So Mo Salah is my big swing for the first game week or the first couple of game weeks of the season. And if Liverpool come out firing, massive edge on the field. So good to go. And like I said, if it falls flat in his face, if there's 36 game weeks to go, Salah is my cash cow. I move him to wherever I want in game week three, bank a transfer, uh, and then use a mini wildcard to fix the flaws in my team through the first three game weeks. Marcus Rashford, he's also in my squad. Bakayo Saka, I already talked about him. He's in my squad. So some of the highest scoring midfielders I want in my team I understand Matoma's there, 39% of teams. That's going to be very nerve-wracking to watch that Brighton game, but I will be watching it because I have Purvis Stupinan and I have another Brighton player in my current draft. Bruno Fernandez, very tempting. Have thought about him a lot, uh, possibly even like going down from like, well, just not going to work with Mo Salah. Fernandez is kind of the sacrifice if i want to get to Salo, but i'm happy with that they're both on penalties i think liverpool are going to be more attacking the man united especially right off the bat um so yeah sala over fernandez for me for sure despite the price difference four million pounds more for mo sala but he is one of the best players in the world he's on my favorite team and i'm trying to not be as template or uh, peloton as I was last season. I know it's probably the smart thing to do, just stay with the pack, but I think I can get ahead. And if people are scrambling to get Salah in game week two, who knows? Uh, it could be a big advantage to kick off the year. So yeah, Salah is definitely in my current FPL draft. Last position here is the forward six through 10. Just want to highlight Sir Harry Kane because it may be the last time we see him in FPL for a couple of years. Rumors are that, well, it's not rumors. Byron and Tottenham have reached an agreement on Harry Kane's transfer fee. And it sounds like it's really just up to Mr. Harry if he wants to go to Munich or if he wants to stay in London at this point. It was reported earlier in the summer that they had agreed personal terms between Harry Kane and Bayern Munich, but now he has to decide. And I hope he decides soon because hopefully we get something in the press conference tomorrow. But if Kane stays, Richarlson will have to go out of my squad and then I'll have a new position to think of. So hopefully that all wraps up by tomorrow. We will see uh, Evan Ferguson down there at 8.2%. Very popular to begin the year, but he hasn't played a lot in the preseason. So that's interesting as Brighton have a lot of attacking options. Mbwama, uh 4.5 bench fodder kind of thing was getting some preseason minutes, but I don't expect him to really get a ton unless there's some changes going on at the club. Callum Wilson's there, another minute's risk with Alexander Isaac and Nicholas Jackson for Chelsea. No Nkuku anymore, 
at least until it sounds like December. So Jackson could be worth a swing, but it's more of a wait and see for me. Um, if things go awry with Mo Salah, it could be an easy route with two transfers to kind of downgrade and then bring up uh, Mbwama or this guy here, Jao Pedro, number three on the list, up to a Ollie Watkins or Nicholas Jackson. Erling Holland, he's in everyone's draft, 86.9% teams, 33.1 predicted points to be scored over the first five game weeks. Ollie Watkins there, number two. This was a lot different last week when Gabriel Jesus. And I think um, as from FPL Black Box was talking about this, and I might suffer from the same sickness. I was all in on Ollie Watkins last week. Gabriel Jesus gets hurt. It's going to be out a few weeks with a knee injury. Everyone jumps off Watkins, and I'm just like, well, that was kind of my differential. And I'm, I'm not, not feeling it anymore. So... I have gone down from Ollie Watkins to Jao Pedro. I do think Jao Pedro is still a good pick. I'm not just picking him to be different. I believe that he's going to be on penalties for Brighton. I was listening to the FML, FPL, State of the Union fireside chat for the podcast that they did. And the Brighton correspondent they had on, I forget their name, so sorry about that, was saying that they expect Jao Pedro to play a lot. They think he's going to be on penalties. They think he's going to be pretty big superstar for the league. So I am in on Jao Pedro and Erling Holland grabbing some very fun FPL assets in the front line. So here it goes. Here is my current draft with less than 24 hours to go until the game week one deadline. I got Matt Turner and Jordan Pickford in goal, Gabriel, Estupanan, Ben Chilwell, Baldock, and Kabari at the back. Bukayo Saka, Brian Mbwemo, Mohamed Salah, Marcus Rashford, and Richarlson in the midfield. And then Jao Pedro, Erling Holland, and Mbwama up top. As you can see on the right-hand side there, I ran this team through some of the websites here. FPL Review expects me to score 59, around 59, 58 to 61 points uh, between FPL Review, Fantasy Football Scout, and Fantasy Football Hub. So uh, would have to might have to plug in a t- template team later today, tomorrow morning, just see where they would go with those template squads. But yeah, game weeks one through five, anywhere from 275 to 295 points, depending on penalties. I'm not entirely sure. Those a- AI ratings are spectacularly smart, and I'm not sure how they work, but I just wanted to run it through it. I wouldn't be too upset uh but yeah maybe i'll run the template team through these tomorrow and see how far behind i would be with my slightly differential squad i think this is maybe becoming more of it i think this is the secondary template team but i still like it a little bit more than all the glut of the eight and a half or the eight to nine kind of million pound midfielders so that is where i am at heading into Game week one of the 2023-2024 Fantasy Premier League season. Like I mentioned earlier, you can follow me on Twitter at UNRUOut, where I post all of my content from rotorballer.com right there. All those articles are free. They're going to be free all season. We're going to have a weekly staff roundtable for me and myself and uh, Jamie Steed answer a bunch of FPL questions and then weekly rankings. And then once a month, we'll have a watch list article where we kind of look at what just happened and what's going to come up 
for the current month in Fantasy Premier League. Uh, you can like and subscribe to this channel as well. Videos going up every week, at least one a week. So that will be very exciting as the season moves along. First season making FPL video content. So looking forward to that as my cat wants to make a cameo here. Um, but yeah, I will be all about the Fantasy Premier League this season on the Backup Fantasy Sports YouTube channel. So once again, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time.